We're back. Welcome to Study Show, where we talk about the use and misuse of scientific research in popular conversations and its cultural implications. I'm Rahman, and I'm excited to be here with my cousin Imran. Hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, we we have been gone for a little bit. Um, but... We have. I got a bunch of messages asking why we stopped recording, um, and I figured we owed the listeners uh, a bit of an update and. Uh, you know, let them know where we've been. Do you want to go first? Yeah, you know, uh, it has been a while, and, and life has been happening. And I think it this is a this is a good idea to to not only refresh the audience, but also ourselves on what it is we're doing here, and and why it matters, and and how it fits into our lives. So, you know, for me, I um, been doing a lot of the same stuff. Though I did get to travel a bit. I went. Um, to Canada twice, it's my homeland, you know, where, where I, I you were Canadian. yeah, I was born in, in yeah, me and Bieber. <laughs> I was born in Winnipeg, but I, did, I didn't go there. I went to Vancouver and Toronto. I was in Vancouver for the TED conference, which was really amazing. Um, so let, let's talk about this TED conference. Uh, first of all, super jealous. This is TED as in TED Talks, as in you got to be in uh info sessions and talks and panels with some of the most interesting and intriguing minds in the world, quite literally. So please do tell us, Lily Peons, how that was. It was a pretty, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was like information overload, um, like five days of a lot of amazing ideas. And I'm still actually processing all of those ideas. And it's hard to like pinpoint one thing to say about the whole experience but one thing that stuck with me about it is a the importance of and one of the things we talk about here all the time the importance of representation and who's in a room um so even even when you have a lot of smart people and you have like maybe the smartest people you notice that biases seep in and the uh fact that it's mostly white guys talking um limits the conversation in a way, which is was so interesting. Also, a lot of the talks were on AI, which is, I know, right up your alley. So we can talk about that in a minute. And uh, So it really piqued my interest in how AI intersects with a lot of the work that I do and think about um, in terms of filmmaking and, and the future of media and representation, but also um, how we learn to think about, this, you know, how, how things such as like, you know, love and dating and, and relationships are impacted by AI as much as, you know, usually you, I would think about robots and things like that. So, you know, it started, I, I, it definitely opened my eyes to like how much of a bigger part of my life it's going to be and already is. Talking, speaking of AI, Kathy O'Neill gave a talk, um, which was very interesting about algorithms. And then um, there was a talk um on ageism, and I'm forgetting the speaker's name, but it was really powerful about kind of the invisible ways in which we negate or demean, mm-hmm. demean older people. Um, and you know, there's too many to talk about right now. I mean, there was a lot of other, and I, a lot of people of color there. There was Damon Davis who made a film called Whose Streets about Ferguson, which is coming out later this year, and uh, so many other amazing folks. But um, yeah, you know, the, the big takeaways for me are that there need to be more people of color represented uh, in these in these spaces. And then also, um, yeah, like I said, AI and, and who, who gets to make AI. They're kind of an overlapping topic, you know, but uh, those are my 
that's really what I came away with from that. But so you, speaking of AI, you've been all over the world talking about it, you know, so. Literally, like I don't, I, I will say that between the month of May and June, I at least twice completely forgot where I was, like what city I was in. Um, and if you know me, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a type A personality to the extent that I like having sort of agency over what's going on and always know. And it literally got to a point where I'm like, you know what, just, I'm just going to give up. And tomorrow morning I'll sort out <laughs> where I'm flying to and where I'm staying and what's going on. Um, and it all just sort of fell into place. But yeah, I, uh, um, defended my dissertation. So I officially am a doctor. Yay. Right. That happened. Um, spoke about AI at a CXO conference in Boston, um, went to Norway, which I will sidebar and talk about that separately, um, for, uh, an impact investing festival slash conference, um, called Catapult. Um, then I went to go speak at the BBC about the role of artificial intelligence in media and the responsibility that organizations like the BBC hold. Uh, I was in New York for Techonomy, and I'm sure I'm missing something in between somewhere, but I absolutely am. But I wanted to sidebar and talk a little bit about um, the things I learned. I think the big thing was how culturally the way people approach artificial intelligence is so very different. We have a very limited perspective in the U.S. because it's completely driven by Silicon Valley and how Silicon Valley views things, which is very unidirectional, um, as evidenced by a lot of the conversations that are happening now. And it's great. I think Silicon Valley is going through um, uh, growing pains and a bit of maturity cycle, and we're seeing all this ugliness come out, and it's you know sort of like washing out a wound, and, and it needs to happen. But what's interesting is you go to somewhere like Norway, um, where a lot of the focus is on startups and impact investing, which is you know investing in companies that not only have a mission of profit, but also have a mission of impact and change. Um, so this festival slash conference uh, was pretty much a, a life changer for quite a few people. I think there's a lot of us out there in the tech community who thought or think we're the only ones really trying to fight this uphill battle and use tech for good. And then we go to a place like this and we find so many people who think just like us. Uh, and it, it was amazing. Like I feel like I have family all over the world now. Um, and we all have this unified mission of tech for good and using AI for good and the need for the democratization of data and democratization of knowledge about data. Even if we're not all going to be programmers um, or AI engineers, but the fact that, as you mentioned, even for you, as somebody who's not a technical person, as a writer and a filmmaker, realizing that AI is going to play a very, very big role in shaping what the world looks like, and the fact that everybody needs to be represented and included. So I was so fortunate to meet some of the most amazing people, and I think we all pretty much spent a week simultaneously all in awe of each other <laughs> and making some of the best friends that we'll have. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm grateful to have been part of that experience, um, and yeah, we'll be working with them more in the future. So that's that's been super exciting. So it seems like our our listenership is growing. Interestingly, there are sort of initial listeners were kind of friends. Now it's friends of friends, and um, the more it, the people talk about it, the more listeners hop on. Um, and maybe we should sort of recap the the point and the purpose of this podcast. Uh, do you want to take a crack at that? Yeah, I think you know everything we've just been talking about is all related to it. Really, it's it's 
you know, I think both of us think about these things from different angles, but um, in similar ways, you know, the importance of understanding uh, research data, how to use it, how to use it in our everyday lives, how to um, talk about it in a way that isn't misleading or, or, or harmful because so much of our current um, political debate, cl political climate is based on people kind of misusing data and research. And so for me, what's interesting about being able to do this podcast is being able to talk through, you know, studies and to be able to understand um, the complexities of a, even some like a statistic, you know, and why, um, how much research goes into that and why it's important that we understand that before we use that to support any of our own arguments. Um, and so I think that us being able to do this in this particular moment, especially, is why it feels so compelling. Um, I think that both of us bring very different backgrounds to this, as you've mentioned. Um, I think your perspective as somebody who's so deeply ingrained in the cultural nuances, and, and this is literally what you spend your time thinking about, is so vitally important to, into a conversation that's um, usually more, more technically driven. These conversations are um, driven by people like me, or actually not even people like me. For this world, I am very out there and fuzzy and think about social implications way more than most people do. So I want to push the envelope a little bit and say, how about if I'm the technical person and, you know, I bring somebody else who, you know, is sort of a counterpart who thinks about these cultural and social implications um, on a day-to-day -day basis? Because this is a conversation that needs to happen in tech because we're seeing the negative outcomes um, and, you know, at scale of what happens when we aren't doing things with a strong consideration of their potential impacts and implications. So another thing that's also really important is just democratizing. The new AI revolution brings with it democratization of algorithms, of data, of artificial intelligence, and it really should be used to close gaps, information gaps, knowledge gaps. There's no reason why there should only be a few highly resourced and already wealthy um, people who hoard that ability and power to themselves because it's in for from my perspective it is actually the opposite of what AI should be doing for us and in an information driven economy an information driven world it's the opposite of what you should be doing because it actually stifles growth yeah and I think uh, along those same lines you know at the end of the day the goal um, in talking about this stuff is to get us to you know, a less oppressive, less awful world. I think what keeps it really interesting is that there's so many angles to this. And uh, as you mentioned, there are so many different uh, perspectives and people who are who should be interested in this topic. And I hope that we, by taking talking about it from many different angles, are inviting different people to participate. All right, that's our show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you're interested, then you can find us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. And stay tuned for our next episode launching in a few days.